0: The USFL Gambling Podcast Week 4 Reaction Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network brought to you by Shady Rays. Yes, SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off Shady Rays using the promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500 of cold hard cash. And remember, folks, as always, to let it ride. Football is a unique American experience, a game described by one turn-of-the-century critic as crude and barbaric, with little chance of survival, but survive it did. I don't
1: give a damn who you are. This is America, Jack.
0: You know how to play winnings hard, those footballs. Well, wait, wait, I don't get it being played in the United States Football League. Oh my god, the quarterback is a toast. We sometimes forget that football being the consummate team sport is a great deal more successful when you do play as a unit and don't rely on individual talent. Frankly, I'm impressed with the USFL. We are back on the USFL Gambling Podcast with our week four reaction show. We're already four weeks da- done. And look, my picks were absolutely awful this week. They were absolutely awful this week. And uh, the fuck is that? That's the way I feel. That's, that's the way I feel right now. You might be wondering who the hell you're listening to. Well, my name is Colby Swing at Dantabase Dan, a.k.a. Pick Dunn D. That's not a pick. This is a pick.
1: He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. I smoke and I drink and um,
0: I don't have stress and I'm healthy. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. Yeah, it was a shock. I thought it's a mistake. You know, I'm like Popeye or Buffhead in the cartoons. Those kind of people don't get sick. I've never been sick in my life. I've never been sick in my life, even after a weekend of bad picks. This league's unpredictable. We're getting some, we're getting, uh, hey. I was pretty shocked by some of the outcomes. We had a kick return, second kick return of the season, I believe. Already more than the XFL, and we're only four weeks in. XFL is, I'm
1: surprised it's only that much, just because most of, like, I mean, we, uh, we see that the uh, average field position is, what, like, 39-yard line?
0: There's been a few, though, that were really far. There's been a few that were really far, so, look, I am joined by my co-host, give it up for, former, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito-eating, sideline, kiss-stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi-oh, well. down and look we're still not in studio because i'm still in south america rum dundee is still here uh and we just had a great week buddy i mean not on my picks if anything you were better on your picks than myself Uh,
1: fantastic either well there were some upsets or or close to upsets
0: there were some upsets too though I was there were some
1: upsets and close to upsets yeah so it was tough to tough to prick Pit predict,
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're getting a little uh, it's getting interesting because a the, let's start things off. Let's just go right actually, right before we get into this, let me just say this. Uh, the USFL gambling podcast is brought to you by Shady Rays and Shady May. Yes, Shady Rays is teaming up with us. Yes, SGPN and Shady Rays together. All right. Shady May, not only do you get an amazing 50% off everything, but you also get a chance to win $500 of cold, hard cash. And look, Shady Rays has you covered from the sun to the slopes, baby, with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much, much more. Shady Rays have everything that you want. They got the durable frames. They got the extremely clear optics for all those outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the absolute most insane protection in all of Iowa. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. Yes, so let's say you were out in the world and you ran into Mark Thompson and he stiff armed the shit out of your face and broke <laughs> your glasses, right? Cuz that's what he's doing to all these guys in the in in the USFL. Yeah. Uh You'd have
1: a lot of <laughs> uh On the uh, Philadelphia stars.
0: Yes, yes. So you can just go right to Shady Rays and uh, look, they're not even going to ask questions. They're not going to say, why would you try to do that to Mark Thompson? Uh, They're they're just going to say, boom, here's your pair of sunglasses. And look, if you don't love them, you can exchange them for a new pair as well within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays because their team has your has their back uh, or your back long after your purchase. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use that promo code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win the $500 in the Shady May Contest. All right, Patty C. Boom. We are here. The... Shocker to me was the way that the gamblers just just destroyed the Philadelphia stars. I mean, 41 (laughs) to 16 and Mark Thompson, he like pretty much, I mean, Kenji Bahar played good too, but this was an ass whooping, just an absolute ass whooping. And I'm starting to buy into the Houston gamblers. I'm starting to, uh, to realize that the Philadelphia Stars suck? <laughs> playing music? What am I hearing back there?
1: Oh, this has got an airplane flying by.
0: Oh, okay. Damn. Mike's really working. Um, I mean, what'd you make of this game? Because what? It was just, this was, I think, the ugliest game of the whole weekend. And, you know, I'll tell you this if Kenji Bahar keeps playing this good, the gamblers might be a team to beat in this league. Bahar, 15 of 21, zero interceptions, 230 yards, almost 72% uh, percent completion percentage. 11 yards. Is that
1: post-season. his first game without a pick? No, I think so that, far.
0: I thought he had two games, two games without, but he's gotten a lot better since the first week. And then Mark Thompson, holy shit, 13 for 134 and three touchdowns, 10.3 yards a carry. Wow. Um, yeah. And th- he also had, yeah. he had eight yards on the, in, in the air.
1: What's up? Three touchdowns for Thompson. Kiki Chisholm, uh, a, a nice little game was a highlight touchdown and to the half that really made Philadelphia look like just laxadaisical and, and oh, poor tackling.
0: Tacklers. Yeah, just disgusting tackling on that play. They fit their dome, then, uh, their dome persona.
1: Yeah, they yeah. definitely did. They 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 were a dome team this week for sure. And uh, Chisholm also recovering that fumble uh, in the end zone on the uh, Kenji Bahar run. He had himself a game, but also uh, Hall had another. You know, I guess decent start of the game. He's a great punt returner. There are some athletes in this league, man.
0: There really is. There really is, and we saw obviously the the kick returner. What was it, Kia? I'm drawing a blank on the guy for the Stallions who returned that for the touchdown. Um, But um, yeah, I mean, and I was shocked by this outcome, man. I think I'm. I think I'm done with the stars.
1: You? You kind of have to be selling pretty hard right now on them, you know. Case Cook is is still, even in his worst passing output, is putting up 189 yards. I know they just throw the ball; that's all they do. But the fact that no one has been able to completely shut down their passing attack, maybe they make a tweak and you know there's. I'm not completely ready to sell on them. I mean, they're shit. They were pretty close to winning the championship last year.
0: True, but they got to
1: get it figured out.
0: And they got to get it figured out without Chris Rowland, who I just saw right before going live here out for the season for the Philadelphia stars. That was a, a key player a year ago on that team. So
1: what happened in that? I saw him take a big hit early on. Um, yeah,
0: I, I don't know that they announced it, but obviously uh, he's out for the year. I mean, they announced hmm. that he's out for the year, but they haven't announced like, was it collarbone? Was it this? Was it that? I don't know. Right. But uh, that's a substantial loss for the stars. Meanwhile, the gamblers, are you perhaps with Mark Thompson or two and zero. got to remember he was out the first three or first uh, two weeks.
1: Yeah. I mean, if Pledger is your number two, then your backfield and Bahar playing the way he is a dual threat guy like that, who's, you know, finally cutting down the mistakes. Yeah. The offense has become dangerous and the defense is flying around. I think you got to respect Houston right now.
0: Let's go. I was shocked by that. That is uh, one that I just completely whiffed on. And speaking of whiffing, and you had the gamblers, Patty, see? So, uh, but, but I really whiffed on the showboats one by 19. Now, this is where I want to pick your brain a little bit, buddy, because the Memphis showboats 29, Michigan Panthers yeah. 10. Did you watch this one? Because Michigan had more yards. Uh, all game. They just made crucial turnovers. I thought in yeah. the red zone. And yeah. then obviously the strip sack was huge when they were, when they got down 10, oh, yeah. but early on uh, the Josh love was just some terrible passes in the end zone, looking down, just staring at one wide out and, you know, having yeah, like double do like, uh,
1: yeah. coverage, right?
0: Yeah. What are you doing, man? Uh, Showboats get their first win uh, since 1985 or 86. Uh, I think it was, and
1: uh, no, win. I didn't catch that. Was it? Yeah, that's, that's a big win. You know, first win in uh, 28 years or 38 years.
0: 38 years, yeah.
1: <laughs> nice, congrats, Memphis. Even though you have terrible uniforms, um, but uh, a nice win for that uh, that franchise. established yeah. franchise, yeah.
0: Michigan, I'm uh, starting to worry about, but but they kind of were the better team, but then they just couldn't do it.
1: I mean, here's how bad it is for Michigan. Uh, Carson Strong was brought in. And he had I guess, a
0: terrible. He had a terrible red zone pick too.
1: Yeah, picking Yeah, but that he was, was their the- leading passer with 76 yards. If you don't have, if you have two quarterbacks, you got none. And this is a, a, a textbook example of that.
0: And they just loaded the box. Reggie Corbin only got three, eight, 3.8 yards of rush. I know Stevie Scott ha- ha- actually was their leading rusher on the day. I, I don't know. I'm starting to worry, starting to worry about the Michigan Panthers. If the season ended today, they'd still be in, but they have a, they have to uh, find, find something because what two turnovers, two fumbles lost. So four turnovers is the difference in that game. Patty C are now, you- they,
1: they had the number one pick in both of the drafts so far. How are they still like, well, they're in the, in the playoffs that, right the now. If
0: the season ended right now, they're in the playoffs. Are they two and two right now? Yeah. Season ended right now. They are in the playoffs, but at the same time, I get your point. All right. Let me ask you this. How confident do you feel about the Michigan Panthers moving forward?
1: Not very. How could you be? You know, I don't, I don't know that I'm going to put too, too much stock in this week's performance, but two weeks in a row kind of getting slapped around. You have to be a little concerned at this point.
0: And then you got the Memphis showboats. Do they have life? I don't know because Birmingham and New Orleans seems like they're running away with the South maybe even Houston's and you know Houston's in front of them and also as the tiebreaker right now. but <laughs> hey, a win is a win you never know how this thing could shake out there's still uh, five weeks of football. What do you make of it?
1: um I think uh, I think Memphis might um, might have found a little something this week obviously getting absolutely throttled in week two by Birmingham. I don't know if you can throw that result away. <laughs> That's a really bad result, but, and then really with Philadelphia, not being that great, that loss is starting to look worse, but keeping it close against Houston last week and probably should have beaten Houston last week. If they weren't idiots and then putting it on Michigan, I think they're going in the right direction. So yeah.
0: we Buddy, shall you should, see. You should. T- yeah, there we go. I was about to say tilt your camera down. People are looking at the, the ceiling, but uh, yeah, you're <laughs> right. And by the way, folks, you can watch us on YouTube, youtube.com. Type in USFL Gambling Podcast. You can watch us live, dude, even though we're not in studio. Like I said, I'm in South America. Patty sees it Santa Monica, California right now. So we're all scattered around. Uh, NC Nick will be uh, uh, with us uh, for the picks edition of week five, which should be uh, live in a couple days. Um, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. I guess what were you more surprised at? Uh, game one or game two? like the stars just getting destroyed um, or the showboats getting the best of, of Michigan who Michigan, by the way, curse of Bobby Lane still alive because they're, they're Oh and two in, in, in their own stadium. They're two and Oh on the road. Oh,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah. You're not winning in Detroit. It's the pro football in Detroit is done forever after that trade. Apparently. Um, I don't know. That's a great question. I think just the, the sheer, uh, incessant onslaught that, uh, Houston put on Philadelphia was a little more shocking to me.
0: Agreed. And knowing that Philadelphia played for the freedom cup a year ago, I think that was just the one dude, I was having, I was at a party. I'm down here. You know, they're celebrating for, uh, they're celebrating for my, my, my wedding, even though I got married like a year and a half ago. And Hey, I'm
1: now you finally get to party Columbia style.
0: Yeah. And and I, that didn't disappoint, but maybe for them because I, I, I demanded to get the USFL game on the TV mm-hmm. and it was a fucking ass-whooping. It was just an ass-whooping. Oh, he's screaming Thompson. at the TV at yeah. his own what wedding. What are you doing? <laughs> Tackle him. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, look, uh, before we talk about the next two games, folks, I want to tell you that the USFL Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Talkify. Yes, life is full of what-ifs. So what if you try something new when it comes to dating? Because Talkify is a new way to meet other serious singles. And what if they, uh, you know, help you find out exactly what you're looking for? Because maybe you're having a hard time meeting great people to date. Maybe you keep going down to the same bowling alley. And old Linda keeps giving you the same bullshit. All right? I'm just saying in life, and I believe in this even outside of dating. If you're doing the same shit over and over in getting the same failed, failing result. I think you should try to change your methods. So you can still do the same thing in a way, but change some of the methods, change the, oh, approach. Isn't,
1: uh, Albert Einstein, the definition of an insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. It's true. Come on. What are you crazy?
0: Seems to work for Iowa football though, but still, <laughs> Um, anyway, it's it's uh, it's honestly you're right. Al- Alfred was right. I don't care what he did in the Manhattan Project; it was right. Um, so uh, it's time to say goodbye to swiping and bring back the human touch to dating with Talkify. Yes, because uh, really, confidence is key when it comes to dating. And look, you know, if you struggle to find worthwhile connections, it, 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 I get it. It can feel it can be difficult. It can feel difficult. When meeting new people, you know, you're just not optimistic. But with Talkify, you can feel confident that you're meeting someone special who was picked exactly for you. Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve relationship success and their trusted uh, compatibility specialists hand-select successful and compelling candidates so you can date consciously and productively. And here's how it works. The Talkify matchmakers will meet with you to learn about what you're looking for exactly in your partner. And then they'll go out and do all the work for you. They'll select and screen potential match candidates for you, do some background checks, make sure old old uh, you know, Martha didn't fuck a, you know, she's a teacher. Oh, she's a teacher. Background check. Ah, oh, fuck the high schooler. You know, yeah, you want you want to know that, right? <laughs> uh, look, video interviews, all that good stuff. Asking the tough questions that are too awkward for first dates. From there, your matchmaking plans, uh, you know, they'll take care of all that. Date introductions. Handle all the communications for you. Create a safe and stress-free dating experience. Maybe you're a woman listening to this show. And old Ron, t- you see him at church every Sunday. He says, good. Computer's even recommending me to match him. And then they do a background checks. He's been doing blow for the past 30 years, right? Has <laughs> spent his ex's money. it has got to tell you all that. Talkify is committed to finding your match. 80% of the clients uh, met their person within their first 12 matches. And right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at talkify.com slash SGPN. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y dot com slash SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. Talkify.com slash SGPN. All right. We are back. We are back, Patty C. And, uh, hmm. We got Sunday's games were were a lot better in my opinion. Um, and I think everyone's opinion because both games really came down to the final couple minutes, the new Orleans breakers, New Jersey generals, as, as you know, was talking to NC Nick on the phone and he's like, this game was fantastic. This is, I don't care. What, yeah. You know, this game was one of the best games you could watch in any league. So new Orleans breakers. And, and I caught this one. I caught this one. Uh, breakers continue to stay unbeaten. There still could be some 72 dolphins magic with break a break of one, two.
1: This is how I know I'm getting hooked on the uh, USFL a little bit. I'm at the bar with my pops. We're watching uh, Boston and Philly on the main screen. And I can't get my eyes off the new Orleans Philly USFL game, you know, which is on the little screen and it keeps like getting, trying to get my attention. I'm like, no dude, sorry, more important game here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and dude, this game was fantastic. It really was. And you know, I really feel like uh if you take away a couple of those early mistakes, New Jersey was getting good field, uh field position, but Darius Victor fumble, I don't know if that was on him or on DeAndre Johnson, it seemed like Was uh, it a match point fumble? Yeah, yeah. Might have been Victor's fault, I think. Um but uh, that was a big one. Also, they had another fumble with their wide out, but I mean, they were right there. It was back and forth game, but the breakers, man, this breaker team, this breaker teams, I'm really impressed with them. McLeod Bethel Thompson had the one bad pick, but besides that, the offense was rolling. They kept doing these underneath routes that I felt like was working for them. The then,
1: methodical drives. Talk about the benefits of an experienced quarterback.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 30 a uh, 30 fucking 8-year old. uh, no, 33 or 34, I forget. But, you know, obviously won a gray cup with the Toronto Argos uh and, and he is the
1: example of like the value of and look. My my quarterbacking days in high school, I, I, I was a I was an option quarterback with a pop arm, you know? So I, I have a special place in my heart for mobile quarterbacks, but I can acknowledge a dude that like can just master an offense like Thompson you know has yeah and he just kept Moving the ball the slow Methodical drives like it's like Watching Tom Brady a little bit
0: Well dude in the Argos long history of Great quarterbacks do I need Do I need to mention Joe Theismann Do I need To mention June Jones Do I need to mention Doug Flutie and now You throw McLeod Bethel Thompson in there Whew, Let's go Come on let's go uh subscribe to the CFL gambling podcast folks season's starting in early june um <laughs> yeah so uh, the, the breakers man i mean uh, now you, you think they're legit like definitely legit to win the freedom cup potentially
1: yeah they're really good they're really well balanced i'll say this about new jersey um reluctant to use the term here but thoroughbreds all over the field, you Sade, know.
0: Yeah, Sage Surratt's balling his ass off for them, and then
1: no, I'm talking about uh, New Jersey. Oh, for um, New
0: Jersey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah they uh, do. Cam Michael's
1: looper. You're like, holy shit, he jumps off screen. Oh, Trey Williams uh, was healthy. You see Williams touchdown? jumps yeah. off screen. Yeah. Even I mean, obviously Sat- Darius Satterfield. Richter.
0: Yeah, Satterfield. Yeah, they got guys. And
1: then uh, Johnson jumps off screen as an athlete too. It's like, dude, if those dudes are all at their peak, they're very tough to stop. And they were, but new Orleans, while not as athletically, like, you know, mesmerizing, uh, super well balanced. And, and yeah, Wes Hills is, is, is a very good back. You know, I don't know. I don't know know where the fuck he came
0: from, but damn, he's good.
1: Yeah. As far
0: as like in this league, because it looked like it was going to be, we thought Anthony Jones starting again, but no, he's emerged and he is not looking back. Because mm-hmm. the, the breakers now, should we panic if you're a generals fan? I don't think so. I, th- I still think you're probably the best team in the North. And I still think, you know, I, I, I do want to see the quarterback play, the passing game improve, but getting Trey Williams back. In, and obviously he broke that touchdown run. That dude's a that stud sweet. when he, yeah. when he's good or when, you know, we haven't seen him at hundred percent until I feel like this week. Yeah. and. And uh, so getting him going with Victor and then DeAndre they got Johnson, two
1: number one backs.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. Uh, they, they should be, I still think you don't panic. Uh, don't panic. If you have a future on the generals, don't panic, yeah. especially you're in the North. So, you know, if anything, you that's the easier path to the freedom cup at the moment.
1: And you kind of uh, pointed it out with Johnson again, um, you know, only 113 yards, but like when it, it seemed like when he did complete the ball, it popped you know yeah like he that that offense is designed to draw the uh draw the defense up to stop the run and then they can make it pop on those pass plays dude
0: there's something about i know i touched on this a couple of weeks ago there's something about the games at tom benson stadium that look great on screen like something the about that, yeah it just looks beautiful it just looks yeah. beautiful um so yeah uh, so breakers stay undefeated and they're the lone undefeated team in the United States Football League. Uh, the final game that we'll talk about here is the Birmingham Stallions Pittsburgh Maulers. This was a fantastic game. I, I, I'm starting to really buy in on the Pittsburgh Maulers. I know they lost by four, but they had the lead with like yeah. five minutes left. They, they Troy Williams with a great touchdown run, and then they were kicked-
1: the better team in this game.
0: I agree. I I really thought, dude. You know, Troy Williams in the first half though missed he was late on a couple throws, but I still get mad a little bit at the coaching staff because I think it was the, the kid Walker out of San Jose state, the whiteout. He th- so Williams is incredibly late on the throw. It still gets there. Walker gets down to like the one and a half, two yard line. And they still, they settle for a field goal. I'm sorry. That can't happen. That cannot yeah. happen. That's the difference in you losing the game. They had four field goals through the first three quarters. That that happened a lot. Now, one of those field goals was a long one, I think, but that happened a lot, all right? You cannot be settling for 18-yard field goals. Uh, but even with all that, this is a team that had the lead with five minutes left when Troy Williams had like a 30-yard touchdown run, I feel like, and then they kicked it off. And uh, at that point, you know, we got to see why the USFL, out of all the professional football leagues, including the NFL, has the best kickoff because we have the second return of the season, like I said, which is more than the XFL has through 11 weeks, essentially, uh, as they get ready to play their, their championship game.
1: was it the same guys before I'm going to find the, uh, the uh, game log of that game and see who uh, returned it. But I feel like, I mean, Birmingham, like you said, is responsible for both of those kick returns and impressive both times. They just have, I don't know if it's schematically or it's just him as a kick returner, maybe Deion a little bit Kane, of Cain,
0: Dion Kane, yeah. Dion Kane. And, and you know, he's leading the league right now in, in that, but
1: you know, uh, on the flip side of that, Henny Pittsburgh's uh punt returner and receiver is pretty explosive too. So
0: dude, Ruben Reuben Foster was a scratch. He didn't play this game. I, I am like starting to really get sold on Pittsburgh's defense. Like, I, I think this could be a, a team to watch out for this year. I really, yeah, I, they, I
1: guess <laughs> their that? defensive unit is as fun as New Jersey's offensive unit.
0: Well, and and if Troy Williams can be, I know he was late on those passes, but if he can keep working there, I like the fact I said this last year when Pittsburgh was terrible, Kirby Wilson was pl- pl- throwing out Kyle Lalletta cheese and, uh, and Josh love and Vad Lee. None of those guys could really run the ball. Like to me, if your offense is just shitty, well, get, get your most mobile quarterback back there. Yeah. You, you saw it with Troy Williams when he had like a, what was that? Like a 25 yard touchdown run to get the, the lead in that game with like five minutes left before the kickoff. Yeah. I think they got something. I think they got something going. So I, I'm kind of excited to see the Mahlers. Uh, well, how about you?
1: and the Maulers, man, their uniforms look great. They look like they look like the nineties or seventies Steelers, like in terms of just like the style and the, and the look I'm, I'm in, I, I I love them. I think they're super fun. Um, it it is going to be interesting to see if, uh, Troy Williams, um, you know, can build on the nice statistical performance he had, this was, he's only got 406 yards and one passing touchdown through four games now, but you know, he had 200 of them, uh, this game. So, it is huge step forward for him.
0: I think the big um, thing is too is he didn't throw a pick.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's big. I mean, if this offense starts going and you combine it with that defense, a look out. A look out. Um, I'm
0: surprised the run game's not better though. I thought Madre London would have a bigger impact on the Maulers this year. It hasn't been the case. just had 3 yards rushing. Garrett Groschek, 5 for Their 19. rushing game sucks. It's terrible. It's absolutely ta- terrible, but I don't know. They got Walker and gay through the former San, San Jose State wideouts that have been pretty solid for them even last year when they were shit. But I don't know. But uh, meanwhile, let's talk about the stallions.
1: Let, let, let me quote uh, the great Michael urban. When he said, uh, you know, Tony Romo's grandmother must've pulled a brother out of the barn and gotten down to business. Um, that applies for uh, Alex. McGo. Did you see yes, that?
0: Yes. touchdown? I Holy
1: did. shit.
0: I did. The, that's the,
1: that's an NFL player right yeah, there. Well, yeah. I don't know about overall, but that play was an NFL touchdown. That was some Michael Vick shit.
0: Yeah, no, it was a really impressive. If you haven't watched that, folks, I should suggest you hop on over to YouTube. You you watch that because, uh, or or Twitter, I don't know, whatever whatever you can find it on. But it was a fantastic play, one of the better plays of the season. The Stallions, Scooby Wright made an appointment. Uh, it, uh, it made a uh, well, he started for the first game since the first game of the season and which he got injured early on in that game. So we got the first complete game with our friend, friend of the program, Scooby Wright. And man, guy's a fucking beast, man.
1: Shark Oh,
0: Dude. He was huge in this game for them. I heard skip Holtz talking about it, saying he's the glue six tackles, uh, a a, a pass breakup. And I thought he had uh, a a critical, uh, critical was a tackle for a loss in that game. Um big game for Shark Dog getting it done there.
1: I mean, uh, when you consider that if if Ruben Foster had been playing, you might have the two top defenders in the league on the field or in the game. Yeah. You know, going back and forth. Would've liked to have seen that, but maybe a preview of the postseason. Who knows?
0: That's us. Uh, I mean, dude, the North is wide open right now. The North yeah. is, is wide open. I'm excited for the coming weeks. Folks, we normally do our power rankings, but we're going to drop that on, uh, you know, Wednesday or Thursday show. Uh, But this is our reaction show. We're giving, we just reacted to the four games. Another great week, Patty C of the United States Football League. What do you make so far? Four weeks in.
1: I mean, it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's like uh, getting to know these players for a couple of years now. I mean, what's the difference between this and the NFL? Obviously, I guess you, you have, you know, some more spectacular talent at the NFL level. But like you and I have said a million times, like whether it's, you know, this guy or that guy, we're still watching great football being played. And uh, we're familiar with these guys and we're watching this, uh, this league evolve into something that's super compelling.
0: Ball is ball, man. And uh, it's funny. I was a guest on a podcast in uh, New Jersey earlier tonight. And, you know, and this was just a preview of, we are just really talking all ball. We were talking college football and really XFL, but we touched a little bit on USFL, and it was funny. Both hosts were saying, why is it the teams in the USFL are so much better? Why is it the quality of play is so much better? And I was like, I don't know. I, maybe the fact they were a year early, and maybe they cater to the run game a lot more, but the team, I, I, I got to admit, the, now obviously the DC crowd, the St. Louis crowd, in the XFL were great and gave them huge advantages visually. But um, I really think like, f- f- like the, the, like if your worst team in the league is either Memphis or Philly, I kind of think they would fuck up the worst team in the league in the XFL.
1: It's tough to say. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Jordan Pamu just won MVP of the uh, USFL or the XFL. I mean,
0: how bad does that make Todd Haley look
1: <laughs> seriously? I think the talent level is probably similar. The product maybe, you know, there's gotta be more continuity and gel within the the schemes, both offensively and defensively in year two for the USFL versus the XFL in year one. But um, maybe there's something to do with the production value, you know, that
0: but I, but I don't know. I mean, I think it's something about maybe the line of scrimmage is better. Maybe they have, because Aside from uh, D.C. who can run the ball, no one yeah. in the XFL can run the ball. And you watch this, whether it's Darius Victor or Trey, or Trey Williams or, or uh, uh, West Hills in, in uh, New Orleans. I know Scarborough hasn't gotten off to, to what he's been injured, but it just seems to me. Reggie Corbin, we've seen him go off. Stevie Scott's had good games. Like, it just seems to me like they're more complete football teams. Am I crazy?
1: No, I think I think when you watch it, it it seems that way. I think maybe having some ability to anticipate what you're going to watch helps, like getting on and saying, Oh, Mark Thompson's playing this week, and then watching him shine, you go, Oh shit, he is that good. Whereas if you're watching someone that you're not familiar with, maybe you just say, Oh, maybe that's a fluke thing.
0: Like Abram but, Smith was the best running back in the XFL. Look, we host the XFL Gambling Podcast. Subscribe. We we're not Abram Smith. I don't think would be like a top eight rusher in, in the USFL. Like, I think he's solid, but I, like you're telling me you have Darius Victor, Mark Thompson. We haven't seen Scarborough this year, but I know he's a stud. No, right. Reggie Corbin's a baller for, for Michigan Panthers. Yeah. Like you have really good running backs in these leagues, but I, maybe that's part of it to me. I don't know, but uh, I just, I'll say like, this
1: too. The, 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 kick returning aspect there are several players where you go, I can see flat out that that guy can fly and he would be dangerous in the NFL. You know, yeah. you can see when a dude can move like that. And there's a couple of dudes in the USFL where you just watch them go like that motherfucker's faster than everyone on the field. Like
0: and, and, that's and, entertaining. And well, no, super, super, what's super entertaining is seeing my, you know, we've talked about this and I know I'm probably beating a dead horse. The NFL has ruined the kickoff with like kicking it from way back, even though they don't even have the data. They're just doing that bullshit. And then the XFL's kickoff is very gimmicky. So you never get long returns. That is exciting. We want to see long returns. We want to see these skill players that are very fun to watch, you know, break big runs like that. And that's why I think the USFL has their talent. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to Mike Pereira here for getting this right. I I feel like it is by far the best special teams or the best rules in, in any of the pro leagues. So
1: Four as it relates in. to special teams without a doubt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was and really- gen- in
1: general, I would have to say,
0: yeah, I agree. All right, folks. Well, we will be back in a few days to, to talk week five action, but uh, subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast on Twitter at USFL gambling, and also subscribe on YouTube. Uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby D Patty is on Twitter at Patty CA three, and NC Nick will be with us on the pick show is on Twitter at NC underscore, underscore NICK. Give him a follow. Give us all a follow. And uh, looking forward to uh, talking ball with you. And look, shout out to the Houston Gamblers. And let's go out on this note. This is the USFL Gambling Podcast Week Four Reaction Show. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here.
1: Right,